Well, hello and welcome to The Profit Roadmap. I am Cody Owen, alongside Bear Duplessis, as always. And we are sitting down today with David Martinez. Hello. David, thanks for coming into the studio today. Thank you for having me. So David's on our imports team. If you're a Service Autopilot member, then he may have helped you pull information into your Service Autopilot account when you were just getting started or when you realized that you needed a thousand products brought in. Uh, to continue running your business, David was the guy that helped you out. Yeah, David's done an excellent job over there in uh, in launch with the the importing process and everything. I, he he is the import specialist. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the appropriate title. He doesn't it's he singular. doesn't work imports. He is the importer. He is the import specialist. Um, but you know, David David has such an eclectic background. You know, David, you went uh, you know you obviously went to college and you uh, you've done everything. You were a mud engineer for a time which you can explain later because I'm sure there's people out there that don't know what that is. <laughs> and uh, you've, you've worked in nutrition, you've worked in restaurants. Uh, I mean, you've done it all. And now you're, you know, you're sitting in front of a computer and going through thousands of lines of code and importing you know, thousands of products, services, uh, clients, and leads uh, for all of our members and scheduling, some scheduling for, for our folks as well. Um, so tell us a little bit about that, you know, that, your story, your process, how you, how you ended up here at Service Autopilot and what, what in effect – importing is sure well um to start yeah my background is uh, uh i went to the university of houston and uh ended up pursuing uh, fluids engineering or what the uh older guys would call a mud engineer or a mud man um i went to a school in oklahoma as well for that and it was a it's basically a drilling fluids uh, program um i mean at the end of the day the oil and gas industry was just kind of up and down and i got married eventually <laughs> <laughs> And much like the restaurant industry, that's, uh, in my opinion, it just wasn't uh, conducive to a, a marriage where you're gone three weeks and home for six days kind of thing. Um, ended up getting married, moved from Houston to Dallas, and then um, found service autopilot and kind of leaned back on my computer skills and then uh, met with the guys here, established a great rapport with the team, and I love the culture here. That's one of the biggest things that I can say is really stuck out to me at the beginning is just how open and welcome everybody here is fantastic so speaking of company culture you've actually taken on another project that has nothing to do with your original job description of importing uh but is actually uh you started a stretching class or a stretch session here at service autopilot so uh talk a little bit about that like uh you know what we're doing here and what what the goal was and you know the genesis of it all Sure. Well, uh, a little portion that I didn't really touch on as well as my background in, uh, with regards to fitness. Uh, I was a personal trainer for a short while. and um, Of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> Coming and into this, is, this is an audio podcast, so you can't see <laughs> that David is ripped. But uh, just, just imagine a swole guy wearing a Nintendo shirt and you've got David. <laughs> yeah. yeah, biceps is as big as my head, you know, that kind of thing. So, Well, uh, when I first came to Service Autopilot, it was a bit of a transition. Uh, because whenever you are in, when you're a mud engineer, you're actively moving around on an oil rig. So uh, coming to sit at a desk in front of a computer for eight hours a day was quite a bit of a transition. So um, I did some research and do, saw, saw what I could do on establishing a wellness program with Service Huddle Pilot. Baby steps, right? So we start with stretching, and then I'm um, just the goal is to bring a nice culture of wellness to the company. I'm sure what I'm going to bring to the company, a lot of us have already been through or known, is <laughs> drink water, you know. <laughs> Your back's aching, stretch it out. 
just some of the basics, right? What why did you feel that this was important? Uh, did you feel because because you felt the transition was difficult for you? You felt like you needed to include everyone else in this uh, in this kind of rekindling of uh, of not to be over dramatic, but your romance with fitness and wellness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's safe to say that um, uh, coming here, I learned quite a bit about being in an office position. So um, having that physical fitness background, as well as uh, an understanding of general wellness. I think my ultimate goal is to bring a, a nice, for lack of better terms, community of wellness here. And not only did I get that going, I also helped get the volunteer program started as well. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we have a great volunteer program here at Service Autopilot that uh, – that uh, Cody and I were remiss for not knowing that you helped start. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It was just there when I got here. <laughs> well, I just assumed it popped into being on its own. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, one of my uh, former supervisors, Chris Volpe, I believe he's been on the show before. Uh, one day we're in a meeting with our team meeting for lunch, and then uh, just some ideas I threw out there. And next company meeting, we it was there. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I think I was like, man, I I was I was very very surprised to see that how, um, as far as the upper management, were so welcoming to the idea of giving back to the community. And like I mentioned, just the company culture and the people here are wonderful. And, and just, I don't know, any idea that I bring across as far as something to better us as a company, they seem more than happy to try it out and see where we go. And what does that like? What does that mean to you? Go a little bit more into that, David. Like, you know, I, Cody and I have our own feelings about how uh, management has encouraged us and nurtured us and everything. What is that? What is that? Uh, They're positive I, feelings for yeah, the record. That, that yes. sounded a little <laughs> ominous. We've got our own feelings yeah. about management <laughs> here. <laughs> so like, you know, that, I mean, that, you know, I mean, that had to be just so encouraging, you know, the fact that, uh, that they were so open to uh, some of your ideas and just immediately almost putting them into place. Like, uh, you know, tell us how you felt about that and how you feel about where you stand in the company because of, uh, because of their support. Well, since day one, I can truly say that uh, I have a great, great appreciation for upper management, whether it's uh, in Jonathan and John or even Brian, our VP. They're very optimistic, willing to hear what you have to say. And if it is something that's going to provide a positive direction, they're extremely supportive. Um, and like that's across the board. Any manager or supervisor I've ever encountered, it's been great. So I think having that reinforces the... Uh, stability not only for the company but for employees as well so th- those of uh, those of you don't know obviously because Cody and I didn't know that that David was responsible for starting this amazing program but for for those of you out there you know we are not only uh, given the opportunity but we are encouraged to volunteer here at service autopilot we are given uh, time off to do so um, you know we can't go volunteering you know 40, 40 hours a week or anything like that but we are encouraged to go out there go into the community and um, and volunteer. We've have taken on several, uh, several local charities, and as well as uh, um, I guess we have we have the opportunity. I haven't taken advantage of this yet, but we have the opportunity of basically going and volunteering in our own communities too, right? Mm-hmm. As long as uh, as long as they qualify for you know whatever the tax thing is. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's a five hundred one c, you're good to go. That's fantastic. Yeah, and the the company doesn't just leave it up to us to go like find places to volunteer. They they present us with opportunities. Uh, and we've volunteered at the uh, the local public uh, TV station mm-hmm. uh, during their telethon. 
Uh, we've worked with a local food pantry. We've talked about minis before. Yeah, we've talked about minis before. We've encouraged people in the DFW area to to give some money to mini. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what what uh, you know all the opportunities that you've had to volunteer here, David? What what um, you know what was your fa- what's your favorite so far? My favorite so far has to be uh, Minnie's Food Pantry. That place is awesome. The people there are there, of course, on their own free will, just generally wanting to give back to the community. And those guys are, are amazing. They put so much time and effort into their their efforts, I guess, giving back to the community in, in that. I don't know. It, it, took, it really took me going there, spending the day, and seeing the appreciation on the people that are receiving the goods on their faces that was awesome so for me uh locally mini food pantry originally i'm from houston so this past weekend i put in so my own time to go help out with friends and family and and rebuilding and kind of demo <laughs> their homes and, and get things ready for uh for a rebuild yeah unfortunately with uh with hurricane harvey and uh shortly uh after this weekend with hurricane irma there's going to be a lot of opportunities in this country to volunteer and there's going to be a lot of uh, people in need. And so uh, with organizations like ours here, um, you know, it's it's going to be awesome that uh, we're going to be afforded the opportunity to uh, to pitch in and help. And um, and it's it, it is it's 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 so, you know, keep throwing that word out there, but it's so it's so encouraging to uh, to be part of an organization that uh, not only promotes, but encourages us to to give back and everything i've actually signed up for minis um for my first opportunity to, to go to minis uh here in a couple of months i'm really excited about it um my favorite so far was kera the local uh you know public uh, public television and radio station shocker you know that was, <laughs> that was something i immediately jumped on when i saw it and uh it was a uh, really 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 cool uh to be part of of just how many people actually still appreciate uh, that public service, a lot of people take it for granted. You know, a lot. Of, you know, a lot of people think that Sesame Street just exists, and that uh, you know NPR just is just there for you know is just there, and you know it's they there re- for world music at nine p.m. every night. <laughs> <laughs> but they rely heavily on donations, and and uh, these those drives that they do were were you know are essential. In fact, I wasn't even there for very long. I think we were an hour into it when we finally hit the the massive goal that they had. You know, over the span of like two weeks, you know, we had some you know some of our uh, other colleagues had gone out and. And uh, worked to work the phones, and, and you know we were on the last shift there, and uh, it was it was fantastic. We even finished up early. There was another shift scheduled for the afternoon, but we 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 took care of business in the morning. So it was uh, it was really fantastic. And part of what all of this does is that you went with a group of people from Service Autopilot, and we're not a huge company. We don't have hundreds of staff members where it was just like five people that you don't know that that you went to this. Uh, TV station with to volunteer. You knew everybody that went with you. You guys went as a group. People carpooled over there, and it was an opportunity for you guys to come together as a team and work towards something. Uh, yeah, in this volunteer capacity. Yeah, it wasn't even just people that are you know our immediate colleagues. You know, there were supervisors. You know, I went with uh, Mindy, who's our you know our customer support supervisor, and she was there with us working the phones just like us. And you know, it was it's an incredible, you know, it was incredible just to, to work alongside everybody, uh, you know, kind of in equal capacity. You know, we have a culture here and we talk about culture a lot at Service Autopilot. We have a culture here that it, you know, there's, there's a definite, you know, authority, uh, you know, authority scheme. And, you know, there's, there's people that they're your boss and everything like that, but it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like that, that. Doors are kept open. Yeah, doors are definitely kept open. It's not that. It's not that micromanaged style of just being on top of you know everyone. Everyone's, 
Uh, they do an incredible job of hiring here. And well, yeah, uh, I mean, Jonathan's out on the marketing floor with the rest of the marketing team. He's not holed up in an office over here where you, right, you got to right, knock absolutely. before you can get to him. You can just walk up to his desk and talk to him. Exactly. And I got to say, that's it's it's incredibly um, refreshing, but it's still kind of out of body experience, kind of weird to have a conversation with my CEO about uh, plain ordinary things, uh, football, cigars, you know, just it's not all business all the time with him. It's like, hey, Bear, how you doing? Like he and he genuinely cares. You know, it's 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 one of those really, really rare things. And it's definitely a fortunate uh, opportunity for all of us to be here and be a part of uh, of a company like that. It's definitely a very um, open Open culture here for sure. <laughs> and just real quickly, what I what I wanted to get to there was that this is something that any company can implement. Absolutely. Any any company can have a volunteer program, even if you can't afford to give extra PTO or, or anything like that with it. You can go as a company and say like, hey, we are going to go for four hours of our shift on this day and we're going to you know volunteer with this charity and do X, Y, Z. And it it's just like focusing your company culture around positive things like the the wellness program that David's working on the volunteer program that David created what we're learning is that David has single-handedly uh crafted our company culture yeah I guess that's uh, a, apparently we're learning that here yeah, and, and upper management has just like invited him in to continue allowing positive things to come up in our in our company but a small company can do all of these things as well and when you center your company culture around positive things and not just you need to work faster. You need to work harder. We got to get this stuff done. It it engenders loyalty in your employees, right? And that's the biggest problem in the industries that that use service autopilot that are listening to this podcast is employee retention and getting good employees. Yes. And the way that you get good employees is, I mean, number one, you have to pay them well, or they're you know, if someone offers them more money, they're gonna they're probably going to take it. But they're probably going to think twice if they like you. Absolutely. If, if you're not, you know, just a taskmaster, if you have a very positive company culture where you guys are coming together to do positive things, like I don't want to leave Service Autopilot because I love all of the people that I work with. And I love the, the work that I get to do and I love the culture of the company and I've worked in a lot of places where the culture was not good. <laughs> and and I've, so left, <laughs> I've left places not because I didn't enjoy the work I was doing, but because the management like drove me crazy and I couldn't take it anymore. That was one of I the, left. it's funny you mentioned that because that was actually one of the motivating factors uh, for me doing even more research on establishing a wellness program. And then where can we go from there? Well, can we base maybe an incentive program off of the wellness program? Because if you generate a nice culture in the workplace, like you said, you'll have that retention with employees. You're not going to have a high turnover rate and, that builds camaraderie, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of the wellness program. Um, I even took some like, you have a better overall, oh, better overall productivity. I mean, mm -hmm. um, the stretching sessions for now, we do a little bit at 12 o'clock just to kind of work through the rest of the hours of the day. And typically we have it on Wednesday, not the beginning of the week or the end of the week, just to get you to keep going and keep motivated, keep you feeling good throughout the week. Get you over the hump day. Hump day. <laughs> I, I know. I've been to one of the lunch sessions, and then I've been to several of the, the mm -hmm, sessions mm -hmm. after work. And I just feel incredible after after that session. Like, I am ready to go take on the rest of the day, 
or usually, I mean, when we were playing Dungeons and Dragons on Wednesday night, I was ready to go <laughs> just delve into a dungeon, roll some, dice. roll some dice. I was ready. Don't sprain a wrist. <laughs> we're gonna slay some dragons. Yes, we're gonna go get those dragons. Hey, it's Bear's mom. <laughs> yep. Cody, did you uh, did you do roll a six and display the dragon? That would be really great if you could do that right now. Uh, if you roll a six, you're not slaying any dragons. <laughs> well, darn. Those are like twenty sided dice, right? Or yeah, dice. yeah, you gotta have a twenty sided <laughs> yeah, dice. Yeah, D20. Those, they're like a gym. <laughs> I wish I had one in my. You know what? He right does now. need to do the stressing session. He's got to do that heavy lifting of a twenty sided die. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, oh, dude, you've been letting me give you crap all this time about like you just being like, you know throwing some die. Why didn't you tell me there was some like serious weightlifting going with this? Like, Dude, I we, we have uh, a D20 that's like fits in the palm of a your D20 hand. It has a name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you identify dice. So D and then the number of sides it he has. Is, but we have one that's master. like that big. So a normal die is a D4? No, a normal die is a cube. It has six sides. It's a D6. So like I said, a D6? <laughs> yeah. Like Bears old, guys. You gotta, oh, you gotta cut man. him some slack. <laughs> Look, just because I wasn't born in the 90s. So, yeah, that's something we got it. We always do, David. We always, uh, Cody always makes me feel old because he was born in the 90s and I was Uh-oh. born in the 80s. Uh-oh. Bear's mom has to make an appearance at least once an episode. That's, yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> she so. just wanders in. We can't figure out why she keeps coming, why she wants to say things that aren't just, nice about herself. I don't know. I just want to say that my son and Cody are just so awesome. Speaking of awesome, um, and the continued awesome work. Okay, never mind. So, continued awesome work that uh, that David is doing here with our company culture, the wellness program, and everything. Uh, we've ac- you've actually taken it a step further beyond these stretching sessions. You've actually uh, gotten with management again, and uh, we've got these summer training sessions that kind of, have, you know, they kind of fold, you know, because it's Texas and September is still summer and it's still hot, so they're kind of still folding over into September. And you're actually, we do these summer training sessions where we. We get together as groups, uh, you know, folks from the sales and launch, folks from marketing, folks from development, folks from support, and we kind of relearn and just kind of reinvigorate our knowledge of the system and other uh, outside attributes. You know, we had one on, you know, project management, which had nothing to do with projects within the system necessarily. It had to do with just being a manager, just simple, basic management skills uh, that Brian Minner taught. And it was, it was fantastic. It was really fascinating. And you're actually going to be doing one of these, David. You're going to be doing one on, on wellness. Of course. Correct. So, so tell us, give us a little preview. What, a, what should we expect when we uh, attend this uh, wonderful summer session slash September session about wellness? Well, you hit it right on, you hit the nail on the head with this. It's a lot of information that uh, I'm not going to bring anything that you've never heard before, you know, drink water, stretch, but the general idea behind the uh, the presentation is just to um, re-spark the idea of, hey, what is wellness? What does it mean to me? Uh, because ultimately, it is a, a choice in your life that you decide to do. And I, I know a lot of our members are actively in the field working. They're sweating. They're lifting. They're walking for X amount of miles a day. When I get tired walking 6,000 steps a day, I'm sure these guys are doubling, tripling that easily. So just having an understanding of staying hydrated, eating the right foods, and staying limber. I mean, those will make your days so much better. Uh, A a great way to wake up, especially after a a full week at the gym, is just get up, stretch, and take a deep breath, get a nice glass of water. It's really hard to have a bad day after that. Well, because we have a we have a we have a very very nice feature here at the office where we've got a little a, I guess we could call it a snack cart, right? And, you know, in the in the uh, in the break room, and it's got a, a variant amount of snacks, uh, 
for us to kind of get through the day, get through the munchies, get, you know, have an afternoon snack, things like that, have a little morning snack after breakfast or something like that, or some cases, you know, it is your breakfast and everything. And you and I have talked about this, David, a little bit. Um, you know, there are some healthy options. We always have, we always have fresh fruit and, you know, there's, you know, there's popcorn, some low fat options and stuff like that, but it's, you know, we were talking about granola bars specifically, you know, when granola bars seem to, to be a quote unquote healthy option. And that's not always the case. And so, um, like go into that real quick, you know, about why, you know, that these traditional quote unquote, I'm doing a little quote finger since people can't see me, uh, quote unquote, healthy options aren't necessarily the best option if you're looking you, for something healthy. Don't you take away my Cliff Bars. <laughs> don't make me well, feel bad for eating those. Well, see, this is the thing. A lot of people, Cliff Bars are a great example. It is a very good snack, and there are a lot of good options in there with regards to the uh, Nutty Bars. or No, that's not what it is. Those are like candies, right? The Nutty Bars, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, the granola, granola here. It's in You mean the chocolate-coated yeah, exactly. peanut butter isn't good for you? <laughs> Oh my exactly. goodness! I mean, an apple is not the same when you cover it with caramel, right? So it becomes a candy then. So that's the that's the, the general idea. And another portion of that wellness uh, presentation I'm going to bring it to the table is understanding how to read labels, right? So you have, like I mentioned, a great example is an apple and then a caramelized apple. Well, let's say for example, an apple is 80 calories, but the caramelized apple is 300 calories. It's just a sugar intake. It's gonna be it's gonna be a whole new ball game once you start eating that three times a day, um, and considering we're at a computer <laughs> most of the day, our caloric intake shouldn't be through the through the roof, so to speak. And this can be applied to a lot of the service industries. You know, just like us. You know, granted, you know we have a little bit more of a luxury and a little bit more of an opportunity to seek out a healthier option to sit down and have a salad, have something a little bit more nutritious and stuff like that. But even even then, we're still because we I mean because we you know, it sounds like we we play a lot here. We do play hard, but we do work hard here at Service Autopilot and we've constantly working on projects and going from one room to the next and re doing meetings and doing scrum and and doing all these different things. So we're constantly on the go. So sometimes we do not get a chance to actually have a very great opportunity to sit down for a proper lunch and just like the service industries you know you're constantly on the go going from house to house going from job to job and you know you got to pick up something that's really quick and that usually involves a, a, a trip to quick trip or taco bell or something like that and something deep fried something deep fried <laughs> and you're making me hungry well like, <laughs> well like david said you know unlike us they are on their feet a lot so they're burning a lot more calories and they're they're living a quote-unquote healthier more active lifestyle but that's not necessarily intaking the proper food so if you alter that slightly or you know afford some uh, of these healthier options to your company to your employees it can be for the betterment of not only them as an individual but also you know company health absolutely and and along the size of what you're mentioning these guys in the field a lot of times uh, for myself if i have a long day if i go running you know usually if i go running it's, it's for quite a distance but um when i'm done i'm done i i I have a habit of wanting to eat crazy, but um, I mean, some, something as simple as a trail mix. It's a good amount of calories. It's nothing too crazy. And, and what I'm trying to say is just having a good idea of quality over quantity because a lot of the snacks that you can take are just empty calories. Yeah, so that bag of popcorn I ate yesterday is probably a bad idea. <laughs> it's probably yeah. better than like just eating Pop-Tarts or a honey bun, though. This yeah, is very true. Yeah, so <laughs> when I was looking at some of those snacks, because I was doing this even before David and I were, you know, uh, becoming closer and colleagues and friends and everything, and, and I was, you know, I, I, I've been a label reader for a while, 
And uh, as I was kind of, when I first started here, I was actually in the midst of pursuing a healthier lifestyle, eating wise, exercise and things like that. And, uh, you know, I was surprised, I was just shocked that, you know, like a Snickers bar is like 250 calories. I can't eat a Snickers bar. I'm allergic to chocolate, but I can't eat Pop-Tarts and I freaking love Pop-Tarts until I saw the fact that they're like 480 calories. And I was like, wait, you're allergic to chocolate? Yeah, I'm allergic to chocolate. (laughs) Dude, we could just put you out of your misery. Like, I'm not sure there's a there's much reason to continue at that point what oh no trust me my wife eats enough chocolate for the both of us it's fine man she's a chocoholic so i don't need to i don't yeah i that lady no, can no, that lady man, can I, live I on chocolate she loves it i can't it. imagine a life without chocolate oh it's pretty easy man yeah you know there's there's good dude there's good things I feel like that, i'd be skinnier though well you think you think that because i'm allergic to chocolate and i'm not really much i don't have really much of a sweet tooth that i wouldn't be as you know at the time i wouldn't be as fat as i was but man i just bear loves him some savory food dude i love me some savory <laughs> spicy food man deep you know, fry something chocolate like isn't that. overall too bad for you no it's not that's the thing too that's, that's milk the, chocolate oh, that's my one takeaway from this is <laughs> eat more chocolate yeah there you go there you go antioxidants cody feel, yeah. feel good about that you can get those some dark berries as well <laughs> see See, David's always constantly always trying something. to improve everything. I think, I think that's one of the things. Start buying that trail mix at Whole Foods. And you get out of the dispenser. I think that's something. I think that's one of the things I love about David is like even if you even if you come in with a good idea, he has a he has it's not a one upsmanship, and I, I mean this genuinely. Like it, he has an idea to make it better, and and it's one of the one of the best things that ever happened to me at this company was that uh, when I moved over to sales and launch. Um, Jim, our boss, uh, moved me um, next to David. And he didn't necessarily do it on purpose. I don't know if he wanted me just closer to his office so he could keep an eye on the new guy or what. Um, but uh, his his overall attitude, and I'm talking about David again, his overall attitude and just approach to everything is just so positive and so uplifting. Like I can't help but be in a good mood every time I come to work. And that's not just a credit to the company that I work for. But that's also the credit to the people I do work with. Mm-hmm. And when you've got healthy, you know, when you've got healthy, happy and positive employees, it is infectious. That is my point. It is absolutely infectious and it gets to you. And just just like positive, the negative is the same. And everyone's got it, man. Everyone's got the bad apples in their company. And you just you you see it. You see it right before your eyes. You see how they're infecting every crew that they're a part of and that they're bring, their their work times are up. Their productive time is down. And you're you're just like trying to figure out how to move that guy or girl to a different spot because you don't want to you know you got a family. Well, and hopefully, like the stuff, but. the more positive you make your company culture, exactly. the more you center on that. Hopefully, you can you know take that bad apple and make them a you know at least a mediocre apple. Sure, sure. And ultimately, at the end of the day, man, like I mentioned earlier, um, it's a choice. Your diet, your lifestyle, it's a choice. So realistically. Not everyone wakes up on the right side of the bed every morning, right? But it is a choice to say, you know what, I'm going to have a good day. <laughs> so I think the way that I go about every day is looking at every day is a gift. It's not a guarantee. So I'm going to live live my life happy. I see you guys more than I see my family. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, David. Dang it, I'm going to enjoy you even if it kills me. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, you gave some advice on on snacks like eating a trail mix or something like some nuts and protein that's not just empty calories uh, for the guys in the field all day what would you recommend like in the way of like some daily activity they could be doing you know other than pushing a mower or cleaning or you know whatever it is that they're doing uh 
that would be good for their body that would help them, you know, kind of choose this healthy lifestyle? Oh, yeah, that's a really good question uh, for me. <laughs> Hit the gym. If you don't go, go if, if you don't have a gym, just go for a walk, whether it's your, with your wife, your kid, your friend. Take a walk. Get outside. Start, don't get cooped up. I know this, it's hard to say. It's easy to say, to say for us, but for those guys that are out in the field, <laughs> you know what I mean? I got the utmost respect for those guys because, man, as a teenager, I've pushed lawns too. You know, I know I know a little bit of what it's like to be out in the – well, in Houston, it's usually yeah, and you were on 100 the rig degrees and 99 percent humidity. <laughs> but, yeah, just get on about, stay out, stay fit. Focus on staying hydrated, especially for those guys out in the field. Mm-hmm. I can't stress that enough. The body, I mean, you're looking at pretty much 80% water, your whole body overall. And, you know, if those guys are sweating, they're really, really working, they're, a lot of the uh, mineral content in the body is going to be depleted as well. So staying hydrated and having a good balanced diet can definitely keep, keep them going strong. So other than the water, because you and I were talking about this actually today, just happenstance. So the people out there that are like, oh yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't drink soda. I, 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 you know, especially when I'm out in the field, I drink Gatorade or something like that. We've, we're talking about granola bars having some added sugar content. I mean, Gatorade and some of those sports drinks have some added, a lot of added sugar as well. Is there anything other than water? And it's okay if the answer is no. Is there anything other than water that, you know, as far as liquids and keeping you hydrated that you would recommend pushing out there? Um, yeah, and you bring up a good option in Gatorade. As long as it's not Gatorade all day and a cup of water <laughs> later, it should be the other way. I mean, because to get that, Gatorade is really known for, for the sodium, right, and electrolytes to keep your body pumping because ultimately your muscles are functioning off of electrolysis. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're shooting electricity through your body to your muscles through the sodium content in your body. So if you're sweating, you're losing that. And that's how if you, you're going all day and you're really pumping and you start cramping, get some Gatorade or even, I mean, football practice, you're going to drink some pickle juice. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember doing that <laughs> when I had cramp, when I, when I would cramp up or sure. something like that. It's you know, the in high sodium school. content yeah. in there and staying hydrated along with the, with some of those minerals and nutrients should keep you going. But to answer, to answer your question, sure, some Gatorade, if Gatorade's out of the picture, any type of um, electrolyte-based drink i mean there's like mm-hmm. propel that i've seen yeah power i mean there's so many different products that that are uh, that come in a wide variety of prices as well you can get you talked about ratios so like would you say you said as long as it's not like one cup of water to four you know or to all gatorade or something like that would you say like you know six servings to one ten to one four to one like well, what, what do you think <clears throat> overall it's safe i mean if you're on the field and all you have is gatorade and that's what it is it's gatorade <laughs> right but if you have an option maybe i'd say four to one at least four cups of water to one gatorade it's it's sufficient to to really hydrate your body i mean you could almost cut it especially those bigger bottles i mean drink some and just keep filling it with water the rest of the day yeah just but I, I would like to stress a little bit of of the water portion as well because realistically uh, myself, for example, I've been trying to drink a gallon of water a day. It's pretty tough. But, I mean, I do have coffee. I, I'm every once in a blue moon, like today, I'm having a soft drink. How often do you see me sit here? I sit right by Bear. I can, yeah. you can probably count on your hand. Every, every I actually noticed that. Yeah. I was like, Jim's <laughs> drinking a Dr. Pepper. Like, what's going on? Yeah. I wish I could have a soda. It's been, you know, I don't know, a month since I've had that. But the crazy thing is I don't crave any other drinks. I mean, I told you, I don't have a sweet tooth. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But I just, I like water. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, just uh just all the just all the ideas and everything that you've brought to the the table here 
uh, David, for you know, service autopilot as a company, including the volunteer program that we weren't aware of. What a great surprise that was, Cody. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, and it really just, you know, just to kind of hit the nail on the head and 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 pound this point into you guys who are out there listening and everything. We we really again we really appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to us today and, and appreciates all the special guests like David that we bring on. Um, but you know, company culture is a big thing that we want to stress today. You know, look at opportunities to do things as a team outside of work. You know, uh, you know, and it, yeah, you know what, you know, if you lose production for half a day, you know, and and yeah, that cuts into your profit. And we're all about profit here at the Profit Roadmap. But you know, profit it's is the long game. It's the long game, man. You can't you can't play. It's it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint, right, David? Can't do it without wellness. Yeah, absolutely. So and we lots really, of water. <laughs> we really uh, really appreciate David being a part of uh, being a part of this. Uh, this podcast today Bear, can uh, we sneak in one bonus question yeah for the sure. people for the people who are still listening yeah absolutely who, who didn't hear bear's wrap-up voice and turn off the podcast <laughs> uh so bonus question david they for gotta those, stay tuned for the tidbit dude they can't just shut it off now for those owners who have worked their way out of the field who are now they've gone from that super active lifestyle to sitting in an office chair all day crunching numbers uh, you know, who have moved into more of a supervisory role and they're they're making their company better instead of having to be out in the field all day. Uh, what would you recommend for them? Because they've gone from being, you know, like 95% active to like 95% sedentary. Well, <clears throat> for starters, I would I would, would be willing to bet that at some point in time when they're sitting at their desk, they're kind of squirming around because they're back or something's kind of feeling a little not right back there <laughs> for like, I don't know if that's right to say, but... <clears throat> uh, yeah, just focus on eating right, staying hydrated, and stretching. For myself, I know uh, I, the scenario you brought up is basically exactly what I was going through, being active all day for weeks on end and having a little time to rest, but um, then coming to this type of position where I'm sitting at a desk. So stretching, um, maybe looking up some desk stretching or office stretching is great. It's not going to be a high impact. You're not going to get all sweaty, but um yeah, learning how to stretch and staying hydrated. There's really no substitute for water in the body. Awesome. Well, David, thanks for coming out today. Thanks for walking all the way down the hallway to see us. <laughs> Thank you for it having me. It was a guys. really long trek, but you know you have to stay on your feet, right? And you had you probably tr- chugged about a quarter of that gallon of water while you were running <laughs> away. It's, it's a, a long walk down the hallway. <laughs> it's a long trek. It's uphill both ways, guys. So we got to we got to watch ourselves here. I think it's snowing out there. It is no snowing. Way. Fantastic. <laughs> That's how Fantastic. Bear got to school every day as a kid. That's He's a right. Bear. Yeah. <laughs> what you do when you're a bear? You don't eat chocolate, but you eat honey. That's right. Good times. Good times out of the you know. Stealing honey from the honey tree and something else. I'm trying to be funny, but it's not working out. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, I'll cut that. <laughs> we really, uh, we really appreciate, uh, we really appreciate uh, David Martinez joining us today here on the Profit Roadmap. Uh, don't forget to stay tuned to uh, the tidbit coming up with Cody. He's got some fantastic tips for you in the industry coming up. But hey, if you want to learn more about uh, uh, some health and wellness, I asked David uh, about a specific website that he uh, really enjoys going to, and he said it, it, they've got great products, they've got great plans, they can tell you about more nutrition, nutrition, and and some training opportunities and that's uh, bodybuilding.com. So www.bodybuilding.com is a great website to check out. It's one of David's top picks. Um, and we're and not getting paid to send you there. No, we're not. Um, it's not bodybuilder.com you know, backslash bear. Yeah, they, <laughs> special code, profit. <laughs> put, in the, put in the code profit roadmap and you'll receive 5% off. 
uh, or negative five percent. And since I did that, but but uh, again, we really appreciate David uh, being here today. Uh, As always, I'm Barry Duplissy. He's Cody Owen, and we'll see you next time. Hey, this is Jonathan. You've probably seen me on the Lawn Care Millionaire YouTube channel. You might know us at Service Autopilot. I'm the co-founder. In just the last couple years, our members have built over $3 billion through Service Autopilot. And I'm also the co-founder of a lawn care company in Dallas that takes care of over 8,500 clients per week. I've been through all the pain, all the frustration. I've missed my goals. I've struggled to find employees. I've been frustrated. I've thought about getting out of the business. I've thought this business will never work. I've had all the same feelings, thoughts, and emotions you've had. The difference is, if you're still struggling, I finally figured out the roadmap. I want to give you the roadmap. You need to be at SA4. Why talk about what you want for one more year? We'll give you the exact strategy and steps to go get what you want and get it all in 2018. If you're hungry for growth and you want a killer 2018, you've got to be at SA4. The music in this episode of The Profit Road Mac was Rip Tide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff, Incompetech.com.